over. <laughs> Hello and welcome to I Can't Believe It's Not The Mouse, the podcast all about animated features not made by Disney. I'm your host, Octaviano Macias, and today we're going to talk about an animated feature that a lot of you have seen. Uh, a lot of you have definitely grown up with it. Uh, you definitely grew up with the show if you're around my age, and that is Jimmy Neutron Boy Genius. For a lot of you, you are definitely aware of this as the show that was on Nickelodeon. And for the most part, it's understandable why. It was a pretty clever um, written show. And for this movie, it was an Oscar nominee. In fact, it was one of the first Oscar nominees for Best Animated Feature, as this went up against both Shrek and Monsters, Inc. This one is definitely the weakest one of the bunch. It's the one that I'm like, yeah, in that contest, you know, I know who's going down first. But to be fair, it, it doesn't mean that it it's bad. It, you know, it is a, a, a good choice. Like, even if this had one, I'd be like, you know what? That, that was fine. You know, I would have preferred the other two, but this was a good, fine choice. It's a well-written, fun little movie that knows exactly how long it needs to be, and it never wears itself out. So, for those of you who are new to the, I guess, Jimmy Neutron franchise... Uh, Jimmy Neutron is yet another um, series about a smart uh, kid who has a lab and a bunch of scientific gadgets and all that stuff. It's it's a lot like Dexter's Laboratory, only the major difference is that whereas Dexter on Dexter's Lab was very secretive of his lab, at least to his parents and the people nearby him anyways, Jimmy was out and about about the, the lab like he you know people knew that he did the stuff uh his parents knew his friends knew everyone was well aware of the fact that this kid had a bunch of technology and gadgets and yeah that would be the biggest thing that sets this apart the other thing being is that this one would go more into i guess being like a sitcom if that makes sense like it, it definitely um feels more like something that you would see alongside like a classic you know, 50s sitcom or 60s sitcom, only with, like, modern jokes and modern, you know, you know, yeah, like, modern style, so to speak. It's already 20 years old. Wow. Versus Extra Lab, which definitely leaned more on the sci-fi stuff. Um, it, it, you know, it was very clear that in, in that show that the creator was leaning a lot more towards stuff that he grew up on um, reading or watching, whether it was um, old sci-fi shows, superhero stuff, or any of that. That kind of thing. Jimmy Neutron is definitely one where it's like, yeah, you know, you don't feel that level of geekiness towards it, but that doesn't mean it's necessarily bad. It It is um, clever in its own way, and it still had its own, you know, fun sci-fi episodes. Of course, the movie itself is a big sci-fi story, which, getting into the movie, the movie is, oddly enough, not a 90-minute pilot for the show. Like, it, it essentially kind of is, and I'll get into that in a bit, but it doesn't feel like something that if you were told, like, yes, this was uh, made to introduce a show, it doesn't feel like it, because it, it, it does feel like you could have easily seen this movie on its own and then imagining due to the success, because this was a fairly low-budget movie and it did make some money, that they would have been like, okay, let's make a show to tie into it, because that was stuff that they, they used to do all the time. Uh, still kind of do, really, but, you know, it, it feels like it was much more rampant 20 years ago than it was now. And, yeah, like, you you get a sense that this could have held on its own without any knowledge 
of it ever being a show. Basically, like I said, you got the smart kid Jimmy Neutron. He has uh, a nerdy friend named Carl. And another friend who's, you know, a big fan of, like, uh, this superhero character called Ultra Lord named Sheen. They go to school. They're essentially bullied by, like, two popular girls, uh, Cindy and Libby. Um, and then there's, like, the cool kid, Nick. And pretty much where the plot gets going is that uh, Jimmy pretty much starts off by sending this message out at space. And it's, like, it's a message... That, that is built into a, a, a toaster, which I think is another thing that kind of makes it different from Dexter's Live is that uh, sometimes Jimmy's inventions are pretty much just like, I guess you would say like MacGyvered um, items, like pretty much you would take random household stuff and then turn it into like um, science equipment. And in this case, he pretty much makes a transmitter that sends out a message to, to space basically looking for other life forms to basically say, like, hey, look, we should, you know, you know, if, if you're smart, you know, aliens, um, maybe we should all get together and make some kind of, like, galactic um, unity federation or whatever. Pretty much, you know, he's trying to send out a message of peace. Um, so he sends that out, and we don't get back to it until... A little later, because we start off with him going to school. You know, we see like how his life is like. The parents are, generally speaking, accepting of him being smart. But at the same time, they do want him to be safe. Like, the mother essentially is like, hey, look, don't be flying around rockets. Um, because it's dangerous. The father, Hugh Neutron, which... Um, very popular character. You know, I know he's become a, a definite meme. Um, amongst a lot of circles to the point that they're putting him in that Nickelodeon... Um, Super Smash Bros. game as a character just because of the memes. And, you know, fine. You know, I, I could actually see why. He's a very funny character. He's constantly spouting funny lines, whether it's in the movie or the show, where he's just saying stuff that's like, yeah, you know, that's definitely, you know, an interesting thing. Um, that, that's, um, I don't know, it's great. But, yeah, so you get a sense of his home life. And then, like, the, the moment where things get changed, where, where you have the, the popular character, Nick, telling the leads to go to this theme park on its opening day, despite it being a school night, which, honestly, that's one of the weirder parts of the movie, especially getting older now. I mean, granted, not saying that there's never been a theme park that opens uh, on, a, on a school night, but I, I feel like that's probably a bad decision, right? Like, having this big theme park open on a night where kids can't experience it, because, you know, kids are definitely going to be uh, among your major um, money makers, especially for a kid centered theme park but whatever you know it, it's all in the plot so you know uh the the, the popular kid nick uh pretty much he's uh, like yeah you guys should just sneak out um your parents aren't gonna allow you to you know stay out uh, up for this so who cares just sneak out at first jimmy's hesitant on the idea but then he decides okay fine and we should do that because his initial bribery um, fails to work on his mom and even gets him grounded. So he's like, okay, fine, I'll sneak out. The other two sneak out as well. They have their fun at the theme park. And Carl wishes on a shooting star just so they could have this, um, pretty much this kind of free life forever. Plot twist. Here comes that message from earlier in the movie. Uh, actually finding an alien life form, which is these egg um, yolk um, villains... Named the Yokians, 
not very clever, but, you know, it's a kid's movie. And they pretty much are, well, you know, they, they do what you'd normally expect from aliens in these kinds of movies. They get the message and they're like, oh, we want to, you know, we don't want to do some peace. We want to uh, get the people in there, specifically the adults, to feed to our god, which is this giant chicken named Poltra. So, you know, weird, but, it, you know, it's, it's funny, it's cute. And that's where pretty much the movie you know, really kicks off. The the Okians come in, they kidnap the parents, the kids aren't aware of this. At first they think it's like some kind of blessing from Carl's wish, and then it turns out to be a complete nightmare, of course, because without any adults, there's no one to take care of them. So uh, you know, you have that that problem. Jimmy eventually figures out that it's aliens that, that came in and took their parents, and all the kids set off into space to go and rescue them. From there you get, you know, little, you know, funny bits, you know, you got the adventures, they encounter their parents being mind controlled by these aliens, the the aliens are about to uh, feed them in a, in a ritual to the, to, the, to the chicken god, Jimmy defeats the aliens, proves his worth, all that good stuff, and you know, you know, it's none of it is really all that unpredictable, but at the same time, it's just fun and well-written and it's charming. Uh, there's a lot of great jokes in this, uh, whether it's the Hugh Neutron character, you know, the dad, saying a lot of funny stuff. Like, like at one point he mentions, oh yeah, um, I used to sneak out too. Um, like, I had to sneak out when I got grounded for my um, my best friend's bachelor party, which I'm like, okay. Uh, and then, of course, there's stuff like him explaining why um rockets are bad and you know trying to give a speech as to why he's grounded and it's like you said a whole lot of nothing and it, it just boils down to rockets are adult flying things but yeah for the most part it's it's all that and you know of course what, what also makes it a hold up is that there's a lot of charm in the voice cast for this most of it is just you know regular voice actors like there's only really two big name stars in this which is um patrick stewart as the leader of the evil aliens and martin short who plays the brother slash assistant of the, the evil aliens and even then realistically if we're completely honest if this movie were done today they probably would have been brought in as regular cast members um for the show uh, maybe not but you know it, it is fun to see you know how times have changed and in that regard, it's also why this doesn't feel like it's a pilot for the show, because these characters eventually do come out on the show. I, I, I do remember they do make reappearances on it, but um, not not based by, by these actors. But on top of that, also, it's much later in the show. Like, I, I believe by, by the point that they reappear, the show had already been on for like two, maybe three years. I, I could be wrong on that, but I know it was definitely some time um, between the the movie and their reappearance on the show. So that's kind of neat. Um, and realistically, it, it works because, well, I do enjoy them in this movie, you know, having them as a constant presence on the show would have negated a lot of the, the fun and charm that they had in this movie. Speaking of charm, we got to talk about the animation on this. Uh, for the most part, it is not good animation. It, it is very poorly done. It is bad, even by the standards of its 2001 release, it was not as as um, up-to-date as Shrek or Monsters, Inc. And yeah, you could tell that this was not um, a high-budget movie. 
That being said, it goes to show you how a good design style choice goes for these movies. Because the movie itself, again, it's not a very well um, looking um, high tech movie. Uh, the animation is definitely out of date, even for when it was released. But oddly enough, it does not look horrible to look at. Like, you know, even compared to some of the other stuff that might have been more more advanced at the time. I, I think it, this holds up a lot better, and that's mostly because it, it's a very good design um, style, because a lot of it is very cartoony. Like, this is the kind of stuff that you would imagine seeing, like, on a 2D short or something. It's not trying to be realistic, which is honestly the biggest downfall with a lot of these things, where they try going so realistic that it just looks very bad. This one, it's like... It, you know, it clearly doesn't look good for today's standards. It didn't look good in the standards of back then. But because it's not trying to go for a, a realistic, super detailed um, look, it results in an art style of the movie that lends itself well to timelessness. It, it looks cute. Uh, the characters look fine. I mean, sometimes it can be kind of lifeless, but for the most part... They never look awful. Like they never look like uh, like nightmares. They never look like something that I'm um, like, yeah, they gotta redo this movie. And honestly, I wouldn't mind if they redo the movie, like in, in like you know, update it with modern software. That'd be kind of neat to see. But for what it's worth, on the animation in itself, it it looks fine. So it's cute in that regard. Honestly, what looks more outdated now than the animation is the music choices in this movie. And not that. It has bad music choices. Some of it is fine, some of it not. But it's kind of like, yeah, I can tell that this movie came out 20 years ago because every now and then you have um, music randomly popping into the movie. And while some of it does work, it's a bit too random and it's kind of like, it would not be the same if it was done today. Like, granted, not that movies now don't have um, soundtracks. It's just that a lot of them, if they do, it's often much older songs instead of something that's current and they try to be more strategic about it not that everyone does but of course um they they try like even you know as much as i didn't care for 2016 suicide squad um it, it did have some good music choices in there most of which was kind of random and a lot of which didn't fully fit with what they were doing but at the very least you could see like okay it makes more sense than a lot of the choices that they do here like when the kids are fighting back against the aliens it's like i mean that's a decent song i guess to go along with it but it, it's still weird when you see well i guess it would be fine with the theme park one but i, I don't know there's there's a few different times where the, the song choices just feels a bit weird to me and i guess also i i really should talk about how this fares against dexter's lab which i personally prefer dexter's lab but if you prefer jimmy i i totally get it um, there is its own charms to it. Again, I just prefer a lot of the geeky stuff that Dexter's Lab had over what Jimmy had. Not that Jimmy was necessarily devoid of this stuff, but, you know, it, it's not there as often. Realistically, where I kind of tend to falter and switch over to, to the Dexter side is just that with Jimmy, while it's nice to see the parents being aware of it, it, it adds... Well, it's nice to see that the parents are aware of what he does... It, it kind of loses a, a bit of the charm of having the character kind of try to avoid being noticed for what they do. Um, 
And then the other thing is just that, even though I, I do like the Jimmy character, at times it's like, okay, this character's supposed to be smart and he technically is because he creates devices, but at the same time he's kind of a brat. Um, and not that Dexter didn't act childish either. I mean, of course, they're both kids. It's just that I, I just feel like with, between the two of them, Dexter was more consistent as a character than Jimmy was, where Jimmy at times just feels like, okay, you're making choices that feel a little stupid, even for someone who's supposed to be smart. Um, and just doesn't make a lot, whole lot of sense. But, you know, it's never to the point that it really ruins it. It's just something that kind of always irritated me a bit. And then there's also that this kind of leans heavily into what was kind of the big thing of, of um, a lot of 90s and 2000s cartoons where it was a whole boys versus girls thing. Uh, of course, it still exists, but for the most part, I feel like it was much more common in those eras. So th that kind of stuff, I mean, to me, it's just always the most generic, annoying, safe stuff. So it's just, I, I, I don't care for it. I, I, I feel like more people should have really gotten rid of that whole stuff storyline because it, it just didn't work like the cindy and libby characters i mean they have their moments they're fine it's, it's just that for the most part i'm i'm left feeling like i don't care about this all this arguing you guys have over you know boys girls whatever it's all stupid just get, get on with the other funny stuff but you know that's realistically minor gripes i, I don't know i i guess I just feel like just acknowledging it because people will acknowledge it I feel like, I don't know, I always felt like that was a big thing. Like, you know, who was a better smart genius science kid? I'm Team Dexter, deal with it. But, you know, I I, I still um, gladly support Jimmy Neutron. So, whatever, I guess everyone wins. Now, in terms of this being a movie leading to the show, again, it, it doesn't well. It doesn't feel like it's literally just a pilot, which it pretty much was. Uh, what it is is that the show was originally supposed to air on Nickelodeon because the creator, you know, went around a few places trying to get this done. I know the character was originally called, like, Johnny Quasar or something like that. It was changed to Jimmy Neutron just to make it more unique because I guess the, the head of Nickelodeon at the time thought it sounded a bit too much like Johnny Quest. And pretty much they were impressed with what they saw. So they were like, hey, you know, why don't we just do a movie and then we'll do the show just to kind of hype it up. And, you know, it could be cheaply done because... We could use the same models between both versions, the show and the movie. And that's pretty noticeable. I mean, even though the movie itself does make changes to the characters that you don't see in the show, mainly like in clothing designs, like Jimmy wears shorts in the movie, and the cartoon he wears pants. Carl has his suspenders. Sheen, I think, has different colors on his shirt. I don't know. I know it's down to even the smallest things I, I guess that's more of a copyright thing than it is a, a thing that they decided on for designs i don't know i'm not entirely sure but for the most part that that's the general idea of how this came about and again it, it works i've seen other movies that are leading to show and while i'm not saying that any of them are are always um guaranteed to be bad you can kind of tell that they're made for to be for shows like the foster song for imaginary friends i mean granted their, their movie was on TV, but they had, like, a TV movie before the show, and it's pretty noticeable that it's it's a pilot for the show, even though I really like that one. The Star Wars Clone Wars cartoon, definitely one of the worst examples of, of a show that had a movie leading into a show, because, yeah, that movie feels like four episodes just strung together. Like, it, it's to a point where I'm like, yeah, 
I think we would have been softer on this had it actually premiered as a show, even though it still wouldn't have been a good pilot. But yeah, that was a general idea, and it worked. Uh, I know that they would eventually try this again with Barnyard, a movie that most people don't like, and to be fair, I, I don't know what's the general consensus going from the show to the movie. All I know is that that one kind of felt a little bit more because they had more celebrity cast members, which not that's not necessarily something that would make it bad, but it's one of those things where it's like, you know, if you're going to make this into a show, it's going to feel a little weird that you're promoting it with, um, with actors that are not going to be in the cartoon. But, you know, by that point, I guess they were like, we got to have celebrities to sell it. Or, I don't know, uh, I, I don't know too much about that movie. I just know a bit of it, okay? But yeah, it's a, it's just definitely a really successful um, TV show, movie pilot. It definitely has its charm. And, you know, being a nominee for Best Animated Film the, well, among the first ones, I get it. it. It is a cute movie, and it deserves to shine. And it's really worth watching, even though it's definitely the clear um, loser in that, that bunch, because it's the one that I'm like, yeah, I would knock it out first. Um if you were to ask me to rank these. But, you know, for what it's worth, it's still very clever. I honestly find myself more charmed than I expected because I, um, going into this, I was like, I know there's some jokes that do work. I, I remember some of these jokes, like, you know, there's, there's just a bit where a kid, um, when they're they're all free from their parents, um, where, where pretty much one of the kids, when they're starting to realize that having no parents is bad, is pretty much like, oh yeah, I was in an eating contest and I won and the camera pans back revealing that he's like this really fat kid who I guess, you know, ate so much that he got that fat. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's funny stuff. But it, it is one of those things where it's like, I don't know how well this will hold up. And thankfully watching it, it holds up. It does work. It's again, not the greatest one, but it is the one that, you know, I'm like, yeah, I, I get why this was nominated and I get why, you know, people would want to revisit this. I get why some people would call it a, a like a childhood classic. It is a very cute, well-made movie, and yeah, you know, it, it's not perfect. The, the, the music can be annoying. Some of the, the choices between the character personalities are not great, but for the most part, the story moves quick. The jokes come, come in, you know, nice and smooth, and, you know, you still get a lot of charm, so I, I really can't complain in any of that regard. The only thing I would really say is just, if it were me, I would have changed some of that stuff up. But, you know, that's all the stuff that I can't really control. The show, I, I believe, was mostly on par with what I saw with this. At least from what I remember of the show. Because there, there, there are some clever jokes in the show. And there's some stuff that I'm like, eh, not too too great. But I, I do say, I will say that if there's one thing that the show definitely has over the movie. Is that some of the episodes on the show really got creepy. Like, I know there was an episode with a dummy, I know there was an episode where she becomes smart, and it's, yeah, these are kind of horrific once you get down to the details of it, and it's honestly much uh, scarier than I remember. Like, not, not to the point that I'm, like, full-on um, pissing myself or anything, but to a point where it's like, this is kind of intense for a kid's show, but, you know, that's a whole other topic. As for Jimmy Neutron, the movie, fun time, if you enjoyed the show... Of course, you're going to enjoy the movie. Uh, if you never saw the show or the movie, give it a watch. It, you're bound to enjoy it. And obviously, if you weren't a fan of the show, you probably should just get out on it. But either way, it's still a fairly well-made movie, and I, I, I do recommend it on that level. 
Um, and it's a, definitely a masterclass and how well a good design choice could make your movie appealing even when it has some of the least advanced graphics around. But that's neat, honestly. So with that, I just want to say thank you for listening. This has been Octavio Macias, and I hope to see you again next time. We, we need to ask ourselves, what would Ultralar do? Thank you for coming on and listening to me today. If you enjoyed it, you can always subscribe to my YouTube channel. You can follow my podcast. It's on Podbean, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. And if you want to support me even more, there's always the option of Patreon. Patreon is a great way to support artists. And with that, you can always put in a dollar or even more. It's all up to you. All just to help produce the show and other things I may do. Thank you again. And I hope to see you in the coming future.